Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter. Yeah, we're getting going here. Welcome Trent, welcome Trey to our sports podcast. Hello, hello. Do you guys notice a little change in the forecast? Getting a little warmer, huh? That's right. What are we back to, back to almost 500 for the month. Yes. Started making a couple little runs here, figuring baseball back out here after hitting a little slump, but... Yeah, it's it's coming back around. I told you guys, you know, everything's gonna come back. We'll be all right. Just gotta keep all of averages, baby. Keep pushing through. I mean, it's it's tough too because sometimes you can't you can't give up on some of the ones that you want to give up on. I know I'm guilty of that. Um, I'll take Mitch Keller for instance, and I was ready to give up on him after losing one, but I pushed right through, and he came right back and picked me up. So, yep. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I've. Uh... I've stuck with that Orioles team total. And, you know, even tonight it was a little rough on, on their team total. But it's one that, you know, if, if you keep going with it, you could end up being on the positive a lot yeah. of times, you know. So, sure. uh, but if you pick and choose when you're going to go with it, when it's available, then you could end up in the negative, you know. So, well, yeah, thanks to all our listeners here for sticking it out here, and we're about to heat up here, hitting into June, hitting into prime time of summer, but, but first, you got something to say? I was going to say, with that summer weather, don't you tend to hear some boomers? Got some boomers, so you In know what time forecast. it is. All right. So let's, let's talk about some of our booming headlines here. All right. All right. So... We'll get right into it here. And, Trey, if you want to start us off with uh, some topics. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first thing I want to address, well, I'll, I'll go back to the, the premier sports league, the king of professional sports. That's the NFL, I'd say. For a um, second, Trey, I thought you were going to start talking about Man City or something. I, I did, too. I, th- I literally <laughs> thought we were about to talk soccer. I was like, whoa. What's I'm like, dude, on? I got I to do some research here before we get into this. <laughs> That'd be quite the curveball for us. Yeah, <laughs> wow. You did say football, and I'm like, wait, I thought it was American football. <laughs> Not football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, an NFL topic, um, and it's about free agency and a couple big names that I, I'm a little shocked are still available. Um, the first being the the big name that's DeAndre Hopkins. Um, the other two are. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott, not so much the big name, but he's got an interesting free agency going on right now, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my, my my questions for you guys, it's kind of a two-parter for, for all three of those people. Um, where do you think they end up, and where do you think is the best spot for them to end up? Oh, man. For You want to do those three? Yeah, we'll start with we'll start with DeAndre Hopkins. So, right. the news today was that he met with the Patriots, right? Yeah. Um, there are some reports that he might sign after this meeting. The Patriots think they have enough money to sign him, but um, so that's right now. I think the heavy favorite in most people's eyes. If I were the Patriots right now, I would treat DeAndre Hopkins like I believe wasn't it like the Mavs or the Clippers that locked down DeAndre Jordan and didn't let anybody near him or. They kept him in someone's house away from everybody. Remember that? I think they ordered um, kidnapped him. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was. It, it fell under the definition of kidnapping. But um, if I'm the man, Patriots, man, I'm man, doing man. the same thing right now. I don't let I don't let DeAndre Hopkins out of the building without making sure that he's a part of that organization. 
And you almost hope that Mac Jones is the one on the forefront begging him to stay. So, um, because I don't, I, I could very well see the Patriots moving on from Mac Jones if he has another year, just like he did. And I think Andre Hopkins gives him a chance to, to, uh, to, to maybe turn things around up there. Not that I, I, I it's not that I, I don't enjoy seeing the Patriots struggle because I, I do. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. I, I just, I think the way he's being wooed by the Titans is interesting to me. I mean, going to a Tim, Tim McGraw concert the other night. I mean, it's just like, all right, but is that I, really wooing him, Tim McGraw concert? Dude, he like, tweeted, he put it out on his <laughs> on his live feed or whatever, man. Like oh, he, he was pretty excited about it, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't see him going to either of those teams. Um, to kind of piggyback Trent's comment about Mac Jones is Mac Jones. I did see is having a lot of success right now in camp with his new offensive coordinator. So, you know what? I'm not, I'm not sold on Mac Jones by any means. Bill Bill O'Brien. And that, and yeah, that's That's the twist right there. That's 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 the interesting dynamic is Bill O'Brien disrespectfully traded him for what? A second rounder or something. Right. Right. No, I know. I know it's, it's, Trust me, I know it's interesting. So, it's it's tough to see. I mean, I I don't think I don't see him going to any of those teams. Um, it's also hard for me not to think that. I, I mean, my thought is his landing spot will be Buffalo. I I mean, he's a guy that wants to win a Super Bowl. You and if you go to the Titans or if you go to the Patriots, that's not going to happen in your career. I mean, I'm sorry to say that. You know, my wife's a Titans fan here, but at the same, I, I, those two teams are not going to win the Super Bowl here. I'd say in a couple of years, at least. So I don't see him going to any of those teams, um, and being a part of a rebuild. I mean, obviously he got out of a rebuild in Arizona, um, with whatever the heck is going on there. Who knows? They're kind of in shambles, but I don't. Know, I, I think he goes to the Bills if if he's if he's serious about going to a winning team. So. I, I personally think um, I could see him going to either the Cowboys or the Broncos Yeah, if he doesn't go to the Patriots. Don't even say the Broncos. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I just think I could see that happening. Uh, I mean, really, I think they could throw a lot of money at him. Um, could they, they, though? I feel like they don't have anything. They have well, nothing. They, they have nothing they because have, they, somehow they, the Broncos always have money. Well, I mean, now now with Sam Walton owning it, <laughs> yeah, Walmart, <laughs> you know. So maybe, I mean, they, they they do have a lot of money, but at the same time, there's still a salary cap, supposedly. Yeah. For now, yeah, it's like a make believe salary cap. Let's kick the can down the road, salary cap. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't, every, I don't know. Signing bonuses instead of Trey. I really, I like your take on the Cowboys. I, I really, I think that would be. I think that could be a very interesting spot for him to land. Um, yeah. cont- contender, security in the quarterback, really, really good defense coming up again next year. Yeah, I'd, oof, I I like that. I like Wait, that. What about the Colts, though? No, no way. You, Ty, you just said you don't want to. You don't think he wants to be a part of a rebuild. You're going to send him to. He's going to sign an indie. <laughs> I, I, I think, mean, I think, goodness, be, the I think they have potentially be closer to, to being more successful than the other two teams. 
You got Jonathan Taylor. Chance. You have you have a coach. You have a new coach now, and you got Anthony Richardson. So I don't I don't know. Hey, hey, who's their head? What's their head coach's name? I'm not Slaken. I mean, I'm, I would honest to God yeah, have I think, to Google I think it. It's, I think it's the Eagles. Yeah, it's like I would have coordinator. I would have to Google it. That's yeah, how. That's how. That's how I think they're 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 tanking. They're going to be a tank for Marvin Harrison, for Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, just so they're not tanking for for Caleb. That's well, they all that matters for me. They they supposedly got their guy. So yeah, did they? I mean, I don't know. Oh, it's kind of like nice. The, oh wait, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was totally thinking wrong. Yeah, they definitely got their guy. What am I yeah, saying? Richardson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So. Yep. Yep. The so other, definitely not. So you also that. mentioned who? Dalvin Cook too, right? Yeah, Ooh. Dalvin Cook was the next one. I mean, the heavy rumor yeah. is the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, al- seen, I've also seen the Broncos in that in that camp as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, it's interesting that more teams aren't jumping on Dalvin Cook, and I think it's because. He's demanding too much money. So it's he's, also the running. There. It's Trent. I think you and I talked about it a little bit. It's the running back market. Yeah, yeah. Running backs in this day and age are not getting the kind of money because they don't last. Nope. I mean, very rarely do you have a guy like say a Lashawn McCoy, say a Frank Gore, say Adrian Peterson. I, yeah, Adrian Peterson I was going to be the other one. I said they don't last, yeah. and you know it's not necessarily their fault. It's just. They're at a position where guys are bigger, faster, stronger. They're constantly taking a you know beating every single play that they touch the ball. Unless you get a guy, I almost feel that's a little bit more like a scat back kind of thing. Like, but I was gonna say Tony Pollard, but even Tony Pollard got banged up. You know what I mean? So the one guy, the one guy from this generation that we're we're missing that's pretty reliable and deserves his pay is uh, Derrick Henry. I think. Oh and yeah. He's not a. He's not really a scat back. He's a. <laughs> He's a running down your throat kind of back. Yeah, I mean, and that's unique, though. I mean, who? I mean, can, I, what can I also can I add into this conversation on also look at the teams that had success. Look at the teams that are making runs. They, they're really their star is the guy that that is leading the huddle, not not running the ball. Right. Um, I mean, you got the Chiefs that just won it with basically a committee of. In betweeners and young guys or rookies. Uh, the year before, you had the Buccaneers that won it with yeah. Well, they had Leonard Fournette, yeah, but they also had like two or three other guys that were kind of like in betweeners. Get them on a one-year deal. Hey, thanks for the year. See you later after they won the Super Bowl. So, I think teams are realizing now is we can go, we can get a lot of guys in at this position because of how injury-prone that position can be um, and not take a huge hit on your own cap. You know, keep your, keep your money right now. Um, keep your money right now for your receivers, quarterbacks, and edge rushers, yeah. um, in my opinion. And, that, and that's, linebackers. That's I'd say inside doing. linebackers, too. Yeah. So, yeah, but not not quite the money that an edge rusher. No, gets. I know, I know. Like I, I'm anxious to see. I don't think he's gotten a, an extension yet. But can you guys imagine the type of money that Micah Parsons is about to make in a year or two? Oh, yeah. well, and like Nick, that's going to Nick Bosa too. Nick Bosa yeah. hasn't been paid yeah. yet. Yeah, but they said he's going to be the highest paid defensive player here shortly. He'll he'll yeah he'll set the line. And then Parsons will get his afterwards. He'll make more. Mm-hmm. It'll be you know the same domino effect that it always does with any of these positions. Yeah. I think both so, will be the first one. 
Can can I say where I, I think Dalvin Cook should go? Sure. I think I think if you're uh, if you want to, I mean, has anybody noted whether or not he's like saying he wants to be with a contender or not? I think for him, it's all about the money. Because <laughs> how many I'm years has he been in the league? Four. If uh, six. six. Six years. If you want, if you want to win a championship right here, right now, I say, or maybe have a shot. I would say, I would say, go to the Jets. Um, and I know they got the the guy that that tore his ACL this past year, but yeah. go to the Jets. Give yourself, give Rogers a a a huge threat in the run game with him um, and the. I, I believe is is the running back going to return after his ACL tear this year? Yeah, yeah, at some point he's back, but maybe not right away. Um, but then the other place that I would say to go because I think the division is wide open is I would say I would say go to uh, Carolina. Okay. Yep, that's that's the other place I would go. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Was, because that is, is not what I was expecting you to say. Well, their their owner does like to spend money, and he wants to win now. So that might be the shot to not only get a, a your best payday, but also also find yourself in the playoff mix again. Right. Yeah. So that that's my take on that. I mean, like I said, I, I I'm I'm very surprised the Vikings parted ways with Cook. I I, I was kind of disappointed with it, like. Kind of stupid. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I just yeah. don't understand it either. I'm, I'm yeah. still a little baffled by it too. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't so, understand it. I, I, would, I would love to watch see him out, in San Fran. Watch out for his brother to have a big year in Buffalo. I'm hearing yeah. a lot. I'm reading a lot of good things about him in that offense. So, just a just a heads up. Let to put that on your fantasy radar. Darn it, I'm going to yeah. leave with you. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, and then let's go to the last one, Zeke. That's a tough yeah. one. So I, I was just looking into it a little bit ago, and I saw something that he might re-sign with the Cowboys. I could see that, and that and that would be that would be very interesting to me, considering how they developed him into a short down, third down back, which is kind of comical to me, considering what that, what they paid him in his contract before. And well, the thing how is, highly though, spoken of he was with the Cowboys. It's, when does Pollard come back, though? I mean, that's the issue. Is yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was a late in the season injury, so it's like, who it's knows? Also, yeah, it's a very good point. I mean, that, that was a pretty serious injury. So yeah, that'll be yeah. So, I don't I don't know. I've I've heard the Eagles versus Zeke as well too. But you think they would want him as their feature every down back? Who Zeke? Yeah. Well, he's not gonna be. Cause they just got DeAndre what Swift. What are you talking about? The Eagles. No, no, no. I was talking about the Cowboys. Oh, 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 oh. I, th- I, I said the yeah. Eagles. That's <laughs> so I'm like, well, hold on a second. Oh, no, no. I meant, I meant if he resigns with the Cowboys, you think they, they trust him to be there every day, every down back again? I don't know. No, I, mean, I, I don't think they do. No. No. I, I could see him going. I, I honestly Maybe see he goes him to the going. Jets. No. I, I could see him going to the Rams. Not, then he's not going for a championship. No. The Rams are awful. No. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, right now he's a free agent. I mean, he he, he might end up realizing that he's going to have to take minimal minimal pay. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sure, is he not still going to get some money from the Cowboys? The Cowboys cut him, or is his contract just up? I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I, I think you're going to see... So that's a guy though that I could just see your Niners picking up and and storing away, and you know the, the way that your backs get injured in San Fran, I could see, I could see him finding his way into that scheme. Oh, I I would take it. I mean, especially, you know, we have a lot of scat backs, especially McCaffrey and those guys. It's like put him in there as a power guy too on short yardage stuff, because oh. let's be honest, we don't want our quarterbacks doing anything rough. <laughs> so no yeah no i uh, i could see that it'd be interesting i think i think uh, you're gonna see though like a lot of these guys it's they're gonna be like maybe early august signings with stuff yeah. like you might see i think i think zeke will be one either somebody's gonna deal with an injury or somebody's gonna be like you know what this wouldn't be bad let's get him on our team and teach him, you know, just minimum stuff to let him just, you know, learn a little bit so that that way they can utilize him. I think you're also going to see that happen, too, with uh, Carson Wentz. Who, I, I know that's kind of out of left field, but no, I just recently they said that Wentz is down in Tampa working with John Gruden right now. So Yeah, I did see that. So I, mean, who, uh... I, I think he's going to be a late backup. Hey, let's put him on our team because just in case. We need some interceptions thrown in key points yeah, in the game. Gonna, <laughs> Carl, Carl Wentz shows up. <laughs> listen, listen I, Carl. De, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is signed is, is signed either by the end of this week, or early next week. Dude, they've been saying yeah. that since the draft, though, Trent. No, nah, it's uh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It'll be. It's you got to understand, and it, it, now that the, the uh, NHL playoffs are done, NBA playoffs are done, you're sitting right now with MLB and. I mean, WNBA, um, and golf, but in reality, NFL is going to need to grab the headlines again. They grab it. I mean, they, they own all the headlines. I feel like every week, but I think Hopkins gets signed this week. I think cook gets signed within about a week or two. Um, I think his process is going to be a little longer. I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I, I do see Zeke being a potential training camp signing after somebody gets, yeah, he, you know, there's you know injuries are happening. You yeah. know, and, and well that'll, so, that that kind of helps me transition into my booming topic here, um, and I want to and this it deals more with the NFL, but I think you can kind of touch on it across the board with all sports. But uh, I think sports gambling in professional sports, uh, and what I mean by that is players sports gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys saw recently the headline that just came out, uh, that the NFL has restructured their gambling, I guess, violent rules for, uh, the Pro Bowl this year in Vegas. So, meaning that players are allowed to gamble in casinos at a certain time. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting, but I mean, it's... You know, when you look at it right now, I think it says that seven seven players right now have been suspended or dealing with issues um, previously, and that doesn't count the most recent ones that are still kind of going through the process of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, how about the there's a Colts player, right? I don't even know his name. They said he was a semi contributing player, but right. it's like he was actually betting on Colts games. 
right and, and that's while, so while he was at their facilities right so I, I bring i bring this up in the sense of the nfl has a policy obviously and I, over the last two years obviously calvin ridley was really kind of the first one that you know mm-hmm. set things off for people to be like whoa because calvin ridley was the number one receiver right for the falcons at the time got suspended for an entire year one would think that the NFL was using him kind of as, you know, an example, saying right. like, "Listen, you're you're done for a year, you know, this is what happens." But then all of a sudden, now you see some Colts players, some Lions players, like you know, now you're dealing with a whole bunch of guys, and a lot of them are claiming too, like, "Wow, I'm sorry, I didn't actually know the rules, you know, I didn't know that I couldn't bet on this sport when I'm on team facilities, or I didn't know I couldn't do this." But it also makes you wonder too, like. Where is it going to stop? Where is it going to end is, you know, sure, you have to have things in place. But I also think a lot of these sports leagues are kind of at fault for some of this stuff as well. Where, you know, if you're in a state where sports gambling is legal via your mobile phone, you know, you're seeing a commercial every other time that a sport goes to commercial, right? This just is what it is. But I, I say the sports leagues are at fault because... I look at some of these, you know, sports books and hey, number one sports book of the NFL, number one sports book of the NHL. So they're they're partnering with them because now the leagues are making money from these sports books. So I I blame I blame the leagues for this for this stuff. Yeah, I, I I'm with you, Tyler. I think it's kind of hypocritical for them to partner with all these gambling sites, gambling books. And then punish their players for using them yes. when they're sitting there promoting the same thing that they're punishing. So, yes. um, I, I don't necessarily buy the players. Oh, I didn't know the rules or anything. Like if you're if you're a professional athlete and you're betting on football games or any game, really, I mean, I would question it just out of <laughs> mm-hmm. common sense. Like, hey, I wonder if this is okay. Let me look into it before I actually do this. But right. especially if it, especially if it's their own sport they're betting on. Right. Um, yeah, I think they do need to kind of outline. I mean, state it's just going to become more and more legal in different states. I think the leagues do need to outline what is okay, what is forbidden, yeah. and stuff like that, and maybe give them some leeway. Like, if they want to bet on an NBA game, what, what's that like an NFL player talking about? Like, if they want to bet on an NBA game or MLB game, right. I don't think they should be prohibited from doing that. Right. I mean, I, it would be quite the. They they are allowed. They are allowed. They just can't do it while at team facilities. That's because the only I mean, rule is the at team facilities. It, it can't be on their own sport, and it, they can place bets on other sports. Um, that's because, like one of the big head, one of the big headlines today is that. And you know uh, that for hundred percent. Yeah, because it wasn't it just today they said an NFL player has lost this year eight million dollars on sports gambling. So. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm just like I, I, I just don't I, I don't really once again if you're as long as you, I think the only rule that needs to be in place is that you're not betting on your own sport. Huh. So they okay, I, here you go. The NFL allows players to bet on other leagues, but uh-huh. does not but prohibits all employees that are non-players. <laughs> Do you, do you so know what I'm saying? Like, do you see what I'm that saying? Doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. that's <laughs> that's such a dicey rule, and who in the world knows what that means? So, yeah, like, well, and, and now the NFL I has think... come out and said that they are going to start to redefine it 
have more trainings for players and coaches and everything else. But like, it's, it's a very accessible thing for everybody. And who's to say that you're not going to talk to, you know, your close buddy and say, Hey, listen, Hey, here's what I want you to bet. This is, I'm going to give you this amount of money in cash. All right. To fund you, you're going to make these bets. All right. And then I'm going to make the money off of this. Like, you're, it's getting it's getting to be real dicey, and trust me, it's hundred percent. It's hundred percent happening. Hundred percent Absolutely, absolutely. Hundred percent. How do you trace that? How do you trace that? As of three years ago, the new policy is all NFL personnel, other than players themselves, are further prohibited from placing, soliciting, or facilitating bets on any other professional sports league. It's it's so interesting. That, that, I just, I don't know, I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, in, here you go. Here's another one to add to it. <clears throat> Is there are stadiums and arenas that actually have sports books in their stadiums. You have the Cubs. You have the Commanders. Sorry, the Washington football team. You have the Cavaliers in basketball, D.C. United. You have the Mets. You have the Bulls and Blackhawks, the Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, the Nationals. All right, these are all sports arenas. I mean, wow. if you look at that, there was actually a common, kind of a common state theme there, too, when you really look at it. Yeah. But D.C. obviously was a big one. Arizona, it seemed like, was a big one. So, I think it was, what, Chicago and even New York a little bit. But there you go. So you even have these sports arenas and stuff that have sports yeah. books in them. So I don't know what the solution is. You know, I bring it up as a topic because I think it's interesting. It also makes you a little bit concerned because sometimes when things get a little bit dicey like this, just like the NFL just, you know, made the comment about, hey, we're easing up on some rules here in Vegas with the sports books. Sorry, not with the sports book, with the gambling you might start start to see things pull back a little bit. Then what the heck do you do? And then who you know who runs professional sports in college? Like, it's just it's tough, man. Hey, it, so you know what the, they could do is they could just have Congress look at it and monitor it. They should be able to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that was sarcasm in case oh, yeah. our listeners couldn't pick up on that. But no, I mean it, you know what? It's it's I think it's a with sports gambling expanding for, to even more states especially here in the upcoming years it's it's going to be an interesting i think one thing we're missing out on here is the understanding that sports books are working with these leagues and ratting on these professional athletes when they are when they are placing bets there so just something to keep in mind as those those books are totally totally sharing who's using their book and at what location so i it's a little, uh, in my mind, it's a little, little bit of like, eh, where privacy. Yeah, how are you? How are you invading that <laughs> that sort of privacy? Yeah. So, but um, can we uh, transition into our next booming topic? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. So I'm, yeah. So I'm going to stick with a, a quick one here in the world of uh, college football. Mm. College football. You know, I was. Just thinking today, I was like, I, this was the first year where college football really got me. Like, it really, it brought me home. I don't have a team still, which is why I always said I avoided it. But uh, we are. it really, no, no, no. But it really got me 
uh, engulfed this year to almost the point where it's 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 close to it taking over uh, its top spot over the NFL for me. Hey, seven, seventy-three stuff. days till college football kickoff. Hell yeah, hell yeah! All right, so um, my attention was drawn <clears throat> to the release of the twenty twenty-four SEC schedules yeah. and. One team in particular that I think probably today said, well, damn. Um, and, and it's the Georgia Bulldogs, in my opinion. Um, next year, if they are not, if they are not the, I should say, in the football playoff, then something went terribly wrong. Because their 2023 schedule, I'll read, oh, let me rattle these off real quick and you tell me if you hear any threat to a perfect season here. Open it up with Tennessee Martin. Then you got Ball State. Then you got South Carolina. You got UAB. You got Auburn. You got Kentucky. You got Vanderbilt. You got Florida. You got Missouri. And then you end with Ole Miss. And you, and try to, you oh, said, oh, oh, this sorry, is- sorry. I, I skipped two. I skipped two because I, I was going to say, here's their hardest game. They are at Tennessee, so they are at Tennessee, and then they close the season with Georgia Tech. But really, other than the Tennessee game, guys, I mean, are we really like this is next year? This, okay. so this is so not. This is, this is not this fall. The, the one that I just read you is twenty twenty three. That is this fall. Okay. Yep. So that is this year, this coming schedule. Right. Other than Tennessee, there's not a threat to a perfect. To a perfect season, correct? Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't know. I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't doubt. Uh, I wouldn't doubt Ball State there. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was about to football, say not what? Basketball. <laughs> yeah. So now let's let's go to the next year. Now in twenty twenty four, with the understanding is Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma and Texas are joining the SEC in the season of twenty twenty four. Okay. So now. Georgia. This is Georgia's schedule for 2024. They open with Clemson. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Uh, they do have Tennessee Tech, which uh, to do. Uh, now, <laughs> a couple of their other games, I don't believe. They open with had... Clemson. Yes. Wow. Um, I'm seeing Florida is on their schedule. UMass is on their schedule. Georgia Tech's on their schedule. Um, but then this is the dates are to be determined, um, and I believe even home away is to be determined. But the teams who they're playing in the SEC, they have Auburn, mm-hmm. Mississippi State, which Hugh Freeze is back at Auburn, isn't he? Or he's at Auburn now, he's head coach. Is so he? they, yeah, yeah, give him two, give him two years. He'll have his guys there. I yeah. think Auburn will, Auburn will man, he'll pay and buy them whatever like he did the other place but we'll talk about that uh mississippi state tennessee get this guys a regular season matchup this doesn't happen they have their this is at it's telling me at alabama i saw that in the regular season i did in the regular that. season about time. then they about have damn K- time. K- kentucky ole miss and then they also have at texas which that could be arch manning time so yeah, schedules, interesting. schedule's a little harder. So I just – that was something that jumped out to me. I don't know if you guys have anything to add to that, you, but yeah, – um, I, 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 Yes and no. I mean, 
<clears throat> do, you, do you think that Alabama's reign is over? Is, is Georgia the new king? I would say so, yes. Yeah, I, I, I would say the last two years. Like, do you to, think? To do, you repeat, think do you think yes. Saban, as good you know, as good as he's been, as good as his team been, as his teams have been, do you think the reign of Alabama is over and it's now Georgia's time? Um, I'm not, I'm not, say, say, I'm not saying that Alabama's not ever going to make the playoffs. Oh, uh, Alabama will be in the playoffs next year, and um, but I, I, but I, it, I think Georgia right now is the top is the top dog. So my question, football. like, and my question is, you're a player. It might, it might depend on position. Uh-huh. You have an offer from Alabama. You have an offer from Georgia. Where are you cool. going right now? Oh man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's like in the past, it was position. like, Hey, I'm going to Alabama. Like why the hell not? So, gonna win as a, as an offensive lineman, I'm going to Bama. Okay. But if I'm a defensive lineman, damn right you're going to Georgia right now. I mean, really, really, really any defender. And, I, and I'll tell you yeah. what, a couple in a couple years ago, if you were a defensive lineman, you were going to Clemson. Yeah. Remember yeah. how they recruited them even on the night they won? Yeah. Like one play, even the players. So, I mean, it. Yeah. Cle- I mean, there for a while you thought that maybe Clemson was going to dethrone. It lasted for a couple, you know, a year or two, maybe three. Yeah. But – I don't know, man. Georgia, whoo. Georgia's it. Georgia is it right now. They yeah, are. Georgia's the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah, but but I mean, I, honestly though, it's right up there. I think it's Georgia Bama. Georgia Bama. I mean, yeah. they're they're the top two teams. Yeah. The the toughest thing is is that they it always makes the playoffs super muddy because um, depending on where they're at in the rankings, they're going to play in the SEC championship. Right. And and then, and then whoever wins that, okay, they secured their fate. They're in the playoff, and then the other one is just waiting and hoping things fall apart, yeah. um, and they sneak in. I mean, they can. They're always, whether they're in or not, they're always in the conversation to be in. And I don't know yet. I, I can't recall. But when does the playoff expansion happen? Because twenty twenty four, also twenty four. Yeah. Oh, so then, yeah. yeah so it's going to be super interesting. But so. Yeah. My, my so one, and this is kind of one other follow-up question too is you know we we talked about Oklahoma in the SEC now are going to be in 2024, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh-huh. Brent Venable is going to be the coach by then? Yeah. At Oklahoma? Well, he, Absolutely. He, he's already the coach now, isn't he? I I know that, but I'm saying is he going to last that long? Oh, yeah. yeah like I do you so. cuz they had a pretty up and down year last year. Yeah, Oklahoma's they got, they not got a, destroyed. They got destroyed by the transfer portal. Right, but I'm saying like yeah. they're not. A, that's not a program that the boosters are going to let. Just yeah, he's okay. Like we can go six and six, you know, seven and five, whatever it is, you know, and well, everything's boosters okay. Gotta use, boosters got to use that NIL money to get his recruits there. Yeah, that's what college football is now. I, I don't know, man. I I always, I thought he, I'm really surprised he left Clemson. I thought he had such a good thing there, and I hey. I just yeah, got to do it. Got to do it. Oh no, man! I don't, I don't think you do. I don't think you always do. The same the same yeah. reason that I would say that Dabo better never go to Alabama. 
Uh, it, it could happen. It, it could, could happen. happen. Money talks, Tyler. Money does talk, and that's also Dabo's alma mater, so keep yep. that keep that in your back. Pile. Although, how long did Clemson right. sign him for? Didn't they just sign him pretty big? They did, but that doesn't matter anymore, I know, man. I, know. It's kind of I, I really, I think in all, in all sports across the board, does the contract truly mean anything anymore? No. Because all guys got to say is, man, I, I don't want to be here anymore. I mean, look at, I, I would say Anthony Davis started it. Yeah. I think he started it. So, all right. Well, let's, uh, you guys want to transition into a little recap of NHL, NBA? Can, can I, uh, yeah, let's use, use this as your horn there, sir. Toot it. Oh, guys, no, I'm, toot your I'm a little horn. offended. I, I actually was not going to toot my horn. I was actually going to kind of summarize two quick little headlines to transition us here. Um, on the show, we talked. This was one of, I believe, Tyler's talking points. Of what do you think the tougher athlete is or tougher sport to play? Uh, football and hockey, right? And my brother's up. And even though we are all, well, we all played football. None of us played hockey at all. Um, we all agree that hockey players are, are freaks. They're yep. freaks of nature. Like, I just don't know. I don't know how they do it. But um, just to kind of summarize it here, Kachuk. Yeah. You know, you think, oh, how could you <laughs> miss the final game of the Stanley Cup? Yeah, what are you doing? He was playing with a broken sternum, guys. In game four. Yeah, in game yeah. four. So, you know what? Get off those case. Yeah, yeah get, that's goodness just, gracious. Broken sternum played game four with. Uh, let's go to his his teammate, Aaron Ekblad. Ekblad suffered. He had a broken foot in the Boston series. Which, is, which is nuts to me. I, I saw that today. Yeah, and then. Two separate shoulder dislocations and a torn oblique. Yep. And you are you are playing professional hockey at, at the highest level. Yeah. So I thought that I thought that was a oh my gosh like I, it just it blew my mind. So toughness, hats off to the Panthers. Great run. Yeah. Uh, they ran into a a, a better team. And dude, um, I don't I don't know if you saw too. Just a real quick touch on the Panthers with that stuff. If you guys, did you guys see the coach's post game interview? No, dude, it, it was it was so good, and I think Biss uh, Biss actually talked about it on TNT is they have a lot of salary cap room. They're very young, and they talked about how in the past it used to be like, "Hey, I'm going to go to the Florida Panthers to end my career because I'm going to sunny Florida," right? Right. But the yeah. way that you look at this team now, and and the way that this coach talked about. He said, he goes, you get cynical in your old age. And he said, uh, he goes, but I'll tell you what, he goes, the best thing I've experienced this year, he goes, those guys in that locker room love each other. He goes, it's an amazing thing to see. He goes, with everything that you wanted your kids to learn in sports, he goes, those guys love each other and will do anything for each other. And, he, and you know, they, they showed the guys on TNT last night, you know, post game after that interview. And it was very, it was, a little bit emotional. I mean, when you watch it, like he didn't, you know, he didn't break down or anything, but like, it was just very, he gathered his thoughts and they said like, why would you not want to be somebody right now and saying, well, holy crap, I'm going to go play for this coach. I want to go to that locker room. 
and I'm gonna go beat the crap out of somebody and play some awesome hockey. Like it, it was great. Very true. So yeah, yep. I, the Panthers did play yep. a heck of a series. They, I think they were too banged up. There's no way they could have competed with the the Golden Knight machine, if you will, because they that's that's what they oh. look like. Nine to Come three. On. Coming from a coming from the guy that said Panthers in seven, <laughs> I, dude. I I mean the, the injuries uh, caught hey, up to him. It, so you, Tyler, I'm gonna interrupt you again, just like I did two episodes ago. What was that bet that I said was making that noise to chain? Yeah. What was that bet? What was that bet? Uh, anybody? Trey, what was that bet that I said? Was it and I the, said this. Uh, I said this like. As the as Vegas made it to the second round of the playoffs, yeah. I said this. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it was the series. Oh, I thought you were going to say about the series. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The four winning the um, Stanley Cup four one. Yeah, four one boys, four one. Exactly picked it. Yeah. As a as a fellow Golden Knights backer, Trent, I'm proud of you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of hard work. Stayed a lot of late hours. I will say this, guys. Uh, I but think, I had great support. Great support. I think actually, I think my son is actually a Golden Knights fan because he cheered just as obnoxiously against me as you guys have been, <laughs> and sat down in my basement watching a game with me, cheering every single nine gold that they scored last night. And I was Good like, "Really, him. dude?" So much Good to a point him. where he actually had me buy him a Golden Knights shirt today. So, oh, I think, think we lost that Flyers fan, but I I can't blame him hey, because they are an exciting well. team, dude. Well, let's 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 talk about being a Flyers fan, right? It's been seventeen thousand five hundred and forty nine days since yeah. the Flyers won a Stanley Cup. Hell, the Vegas Golden Knights existed for two thousand ninety five days, yeah. and they have won. Yeah, okay, nice. so you know what? They, being a Flyers fan is a very I'm gonna, I'm going to say it. Uh, I want to make the I want to make the if the Flyers don't make the playoffs, I'm going to question my fanhood next year. No, oh, we can't. I might be a free agent. I might be a free agent. Hey, man, and I could, I could always go back to my old team. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're about they're to get horrible. Yeah, they're about to get the number one player. So we'll see how horrible they are. Yeah. They'll, they'll make the playoffs before the Flyers do as well. Yeah, look at you guys, so quick to jump ship. I'm not jumping any I, ships. I'm just Trey, saying it's frustrating, dude. Trey, it is not a quick to jump ship. Okay, they stink. But anyway, good. Congrats to the Golden Knights. I think you know. Besides my four to one bet. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, <clears throat> I also got my MVP vote yeah. correct as well. So, man, Which I, I don't was, know. I was unaware. I was unaware that the Conn Smythe uh, is a playoff long MVP trophy. Mm, got to research yeah. it then. Sounds That's like interesting. That's very uh, interesting. Which yeah. I'll be like, hold on though. Eichel, like that would have helped Eichel more. I I, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was just gonna say. I I was actually very surprised that Marshall won it because. Because of First that reason, series. because Eichel, yeah. I think overall, then I think they were all talking about. It. Gretzky was talking about it last night. They said that Eichel actually had the better, you know, totalitarian, totalitarian, total, 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 What is this? No, uh, total, total <laughs> playoff series. I don't. know. We'll just stick with total. Totalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think we, just, I think we just made up a word. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's on he's on summer break, Trey. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking <laughs> about it. But yeah, so <laughs> I think you know Eichel had the better you know playoffs, more so than March Marshall's all. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. even last night, I think Eichel had three assists, didn't he? Mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. the, everything was pointing towards Eichel getting it, but yeah, I mean, that's... It is. it is what it is, you know. Just giving my credit where credit's due, you know. So well, that was um, good. And then I, I will commend Tyler. Did call Nuggets winning at four two. Um, I had four, Nuggets one, four one. Trent. I'm sorry, four one, four one. I had I had them in, as at four two. So, um, but I I I mean, it kind of it echoes Tyler the comments that you said the Panthers coach mate, uh, that is also the message that's being portrayed by individuals close to the Nuggets team. It's a team where they just, they have a superstar on their team that doesn't act like a superstar. He just plays hard, has their guys back, and honestly, he's just, he's about going to work. I mean, he's about going to work, and, and, and he wants to win. Um, not saying that other superstars don't want to win, but he doesn't let all that other crap get he, in the way of, of the, just playing basketball. The difference between him and like these other superstars is or not even not even just him. I'd say that team versus other teams. I think I brought it up and I compared him to the the Bucks from uh, last year is they just play basketball. Like there's not drama. There's not, oh, he's not getting his shots and he's saying this to him and they're fighting and they're not, they don't like each other and they don't agree with this. Like, they just play basketball and I think that's starting to surface a little bit. And I'll be honest with you, I, I think that's, that's good for the NBA is that you're getting away from, I'll be the first to say that I, I hated what you could call the big three era where all of a sudden every team was getting a big three, right? Do you remember that? Like, I think it started with, yeah. you know, the Celtics back with Paul Pierce and them. Like, yeah. oh, big three. And then it was like, oh, who's your big th- Oh, big, oh, big, oh, you know, and it was like big three, big three. I hated that era because I felt, I felt like what it did is it just, you know, diminished the players that were, I don't want to call them role players, but played basketball. Right. And did, did the did the dirty part of the yeah, game. Yeah, like and but didn't get recognition. It was all about exactly. like hey, who can we just make a superstar? Oh, let's put three superstars together. That's your t- if you want to ba- make a big 3, then you should have, you know, went to 3 on 3 basketball. Like it's not then don't be a 5 on 5, you know. So, I just I think it's good for the NBA that a team like the Bucks want it, a team like the Nuggets want it. And you know, if you look at I just saw Jerry West comments today. Jerry West hates the NBA right now. I don't know if you guys saw anything about that. And he and he, he actually said he despises the three-point line, which is what my comment was a few weeks ago about the NBA, is that I think you're going to see a four-point shot before you see the three-point shot ever get diminished. And I hate that. But, yeah, it's just going gonna, gonna to lead to... Oh, it's going to lead to ugly, almost gimmicky type basketball. Yeah, if they create a like, full like, like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, you know what just, I mean. It's like, yeah, but, but nothing, like not, like, against, not like the fun uh, nothing dunks against the Harlem Globetrotters guys. If you're listening, no, that's what I'm saying. Nothing like not like them. the fun dunks. I'm just saying like <laughs> it's just going to be you know an entertainment show. WWE so, wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's how like, much of that? How much of that do you credit to? Not credit, but. I would say blame the the Warriors team that literally made a dynasty out of that type of offense. And you know what's funny is that Jerry West was on a board 
that was also in charge of the Warriors at one point in time. And that was kind of the weird irony of it is like, oh, here's a guy that's on the board for this team, but look yeah, at that right. team. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that kind of made, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I think, I think this, the Nuggets winning, and I think the more you can see teams like the Nuggets like that be successful, you know, I think that'll actually help the NBA keep their fanship. So, well, it's kind of interesting. Is like even within the Sonics come back within the within the last five years? I think uh, of the five last championships in the NBA. Only one one of the five champions has been the betting favorite to yeah. win it all, and that was the the Lakers in the bubble. Yeah. So that's good. That's good for NBA basketball. It's, very that it's yeah. You guys love to hate. I do. But yeah, so I mean, hey, it's it's a interesting time in the sports world right now. I mean, we are all MLB. Yes, we do have the lovely U.S. Open coming up, but uh, it's pretty much all all MLB and until we get the football season, boys. So let's dig in. Let's uh, let's let's ride out this this summer with uh, some good baseball bets. You know, yeah. that's right. So do you guys want to transfer into baseball before we get into our golf to finish up before the U.S. Open? Or let's go baseball. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, I, can I uh, read off some quick? things before uh one of you two share your your bet before we get into bet bail and back um yep. i did save this yeah and backing sorry um so right now this was as of <clears throat> june june 13th the most profitable mlb teams in 2023 so far uh and this is based on just like uh, how many how many units if you were taking them sure. money line and, and such uh the diamondbacks are the most profitable team at 13.8 units the orioles are second at 11.7 rangers at 9.2 rays at 9.1 uh pirates at 7.8 marlins at 6.4 um the one team i think out of those those top profitable teams that surprises me the most are the Marlins. I yeah. just, they're a team that I kind of like, I'm always super hesitant to bet on this because I can't, I, I feel like I can never, I can't grasp their pitching. That's exactly, like I, I was just going like to, I, I can't figure the out their pitching. I was going to say the exact yeah. same thing, dude. Um, So ready, you guys want least profitable? Yeah. Uh, Bottom five here. So uh, I'll save the very, the most, actually no. Uh, yeah, I'll save the least profitable team for last year. Uh, but we have in the least profitable section. We have Chicago. <laughs> almost slipped up and read a curse word because the person that that posted this actually calls them the S word socks. The Chicago White Sox. Can't believe uh, said the S word, Trey. Uh, wow. Um, we'll that was so. Jeez. The S word socks. Oopsies. Well, as a as a show, we're at Tatera Lizzieism, whatever that word Tyler was trying to You're already cursed on that. You're already cursed on that. You're So we can say shit socks. <laughs> Sorry, Chicago shit socks. There you go. Um, <laughs> they're at minus 11.6 units. The Mets are minus 11.9. Cardinals, minus 16.8. 
The A's, who whew, watch out right now, um, they're minus 18.7. And then ready the least profitable team. Yeah. Any guesses? You guys want to take a guess? Padres. Guess. Padres. Okay, Tyler says Padres. Trey? I'm going to say... Come on. Wow. No good. Look, he's, he's good. Oh, I'm going to say the Cardinals. He already said already, the Cardinals, Trey. Uh, he's, oh, he's not, not even, even listening to me. Okay, uh, I want to take on. I want to take the... Look at, look at the... the, the pay attention. attention. I want to take the Yankees. No. Wrong. Uh, the, the Royals at minus oh, yeah. 20, 23 and a half units. So, um, right. so once All again, right. in summary, D-backs most profitable, Royals least profitable for our listeners that like to place a couple wagers out there, okay? okay. So real quick, but, that um, actually helps me transition here. Is, go ahead, Ty. I'm, I'm going to transition into my bet, what I love right now. Yes. And you stole from me. Yesterday, two weeks, two weeks in a row, Tyler. Stole, it stole that. Two fade, weeks in a row. Fade so. Jordan Lyles from the Royals, and dude is that? You got 14, another fade? Fourteen games. I <laughs> know, <laughs> he, dude, he's about to go to the minors. That's what I'm worried <laughs> he's about. Gone. Give us another I'll find one another quick. guy. Don't worry, that'll be three this year. Um, Jordan Lyles from the Royals. Fade him. Fade his first five. Um, he's at fourteen games. He is zero and eleven. 6.89 ERA, 61 earned runs, and 18 home runs. Now, I will say this. He almost got at least not a loss <laughs> last game, but, I mean, it was close. It was, I think it was 5-4 when he left. But Fade Jordan Lyles is my bet. That is what I'm loving right now. Okay. Anything, I, I mean, it, it would be even so much to a point where if you can get a team – First five mi- minus a half a run, I'd probably take it against Jordan Lyles. Wow. Um, because okay. while, while it seems that 0 and 11 is kind of a, an anomaly, if you will, like, mm-hmm. wow, this should probably end soon, I don't see it ending anytime soon. So I, the only thing I see is that he maybe doesn't get a loss. Maybe he just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So fade, fade Jordan Lyles, that's what I love. What are you guys betting? All right. My my bet, I'll go quick here because I've honestly been kind of all over the place uh, with with the styles of plays I've been putting out for a recipe. I've been putting a couple money lines, couple you know, a couple first five uh, totals, mainly under still, but um, and team totals. But what I'm going to say to bet right now is anything favoring the Reds' offense. Um, they're they're scoring and they are scoring. Now, granted, I understand right now we're looking at the series where they're playing against the the Royals, right? But um, it's kind of they're going to lead me into. I want to talk about them. I don't want to take away my own my own uh, backing situation here. But yeah, Reds Reds offense is what I'm betting. Okay, I like that. Trey, um. Backing, I... Nope, we're on bet right now. now. We're on bet. Oh, we're on bet. We're on bet. What do you okay. like? Wait, hey, hey, okay. cat in the window, pay attention. He's not, <laughs> listening. He's not listening at all. Well, I'll, nice. I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll go betting, and then I'll start us with the backing. Well, no, we still we got to do bail. We bail next, young man. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. Okay. okay. So I'm trying to... Who brought all this right, guy? so betting. Betting. Meaning, um, what do you love? 
Yeah, what I'm, what I'm, well, I don't love anything, but what's, I'm finally starting to thaw out from, from my ice age. A little bit Tell them your strategy, trade. Tell them how you're betting, trade. Yeah, Tell them man, how you're betting. Come on. I want some bets here for us. I want some bets, and what I'm doing is, I'm not going to lie, it's really tough for me because it just defies <laughs> all, all logic, but I find my bets. Do my numbers, crunch them, find my bet for the day, and I go the complete opposite. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think it's been successful for me. So it's it's pretty crazy how the we're back to a game under five hundred. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep it up. Yeah. Like you, you have no idea how hard it is when I when I look at the bets that I really like, find it, I fall in love with it. I'm like, shoot, now I have to just bet the opposite. And I've been doing it. Jeez. I've been doing it, and it's working. So. Jeez, I'm so sorry, Trey. I'm so sorry. Keep it up. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like, that almost sounds like equivalent to like having to, like, you ever just like see your favorite team, no matter the sport, and you see the line and you're like, oh, there's no way. There's no way they're going to cover that. There's no way. And then you're just like, I can't bet it. But you're, it's almost like you're actually betting that, like against well, your you know what? You know what I've been doing is because I feel like I have this subtle bias whenever I'm looking for bets because I'm like, well, I'm not going to like that one too much because I actually do like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So what I do is I convince myself, no, I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my numbers. I'm going to trust them. And then once I make it, make up my mind, convince myself, I just go the opposite, baby. <laughs> It's, it's, hey, it's really it's, me- it's a mental circus in there, but it's working. So. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sweet. Wow. So that's what you're All loving. Right, what are you? You're loving what are we bailing? What are we bailing? <laughs> what is he doing to himself? Oh, failing. <laughs> or no, fading himself. Yeah, fading himself. <laughs> Not failing himself. <laughs> you're failing yourself. <laughs> you need to see somebody. <laughs> At least All right. At least I'm back to winning bets. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right, so bail, Trey. Is... You want to start off with a bail? Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm bailing, but I am slowly getting off the the nerfy yerfy train. Yeah, um, that's, that's a tough train to be on. Yeah, it, it's very frustrating too. It's yeah. a frustrating train to be on. Um, it was it was a short lived thing, and it was fun. Got a couple rushes. Yeah, but um. It's the, and the consistency in the long run. It's it's a crapshoot. I mean, you have the three best hitters up for the team, each team, and you have pitchers that are either like starting pitchers that are either really good that just aren't settled in yet, or you have no name pitchers that get lucky and they have three groundouts. And it's right. I, I just feel like it's kind of too much of a crapshoot for me. So, so. Nerfy Yerfy train. You're off. Sorry, that didn't work. I don't like, know what that was. I didn't, that didn't work like <laughs> I wanted it to. <laughs> I think uh, it's, it's, I think that was an ad. <laughs> no, I know. I think that was an ad. <laughs> there, that's what we're, I was for. We're an ad-free show, guys. Sorry about Jeez, that. I was trying. I was trying to get the choo-choo sound there for the nerfy yerfy uh, train. The choo-choo did sound not work at all. It gave me a five-second ad. Thanks. Trying to get the choo-choo sound. Oh man! All right. All right, Trent. What, what are you? What, what are you bailing on, dude? Uh, I am bailing, and I know this is like everyone's like, "What are you talking about? They're so profitable." I'm bailing my personal self on betting on the Rays. I can't do it. I just can't do it at all. 
Um, I, I joked last week and said 16 of their 18 losses were when I bet on them. Well, let me tell you, I bet on them again this week, and they lose. You've so also been I'm the not Royals, too- though, so... I was, was going to say, why don't you uh, bet on the Rays when they play the O's next time? What? No, just keep betting on them because they're in the same division, dude. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Can't do it, but... uh yeah, so I am. I am. I'm just. I'm done. I'm done with the Rays. They're almost like up there with like the Phillies. I mean, heck, Trey, you bet uh, the Phillies. I think it was last night. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you were on the Phillies total last night, and I'm like, oh no. But um, yeah, I just I don't touch Phillies, and Rays are now the other team that at this point I'm just not going to touch. It's funny how teams can get that quick, like because I'm almost becoming like that with the Yankees too. And I, I just, yeah. I, I hate the Yankees, period. Like, I just don't like the Yankees as as a team. And they're a team that I, I hate to bet on, too. Like, either way, because I feel like I always lose. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like that with the Yankees, too, Trent. But that's that's not my bail. My bail, <clears throat> ready for this, is going to, this is going to sound kind of weird. Yeah. I am, I hate the Oakland Athletics winning streak. Hate it. Oh, I hate it! Wow, I hate it because they shouldn't be winning. <laughs> I love the, I love their reverse boycott the other day. That is ridiculous. I, I'm not. I, awesome. I I I am bailing on the Oakland Athletics, uh, and their win streak. They've won two right now. They're losing by one currently, but they have won the last two games against the Rays. Trent. Okay. <laughs> um, I hate it because it it shouldn't happen. So. They're not a team that should be winning. Uh, they are. I think they're on a six-game win streak right now. Going for seven tonight. We'll see what happens. But I think right now it's 4-3 Rays. But if they actually sweep the Rays, stay away. Just stay away. Because what's going to happen is people are going to get comfortable and they're going to be like, oh, maybe we'll take the Rays. Don't do it. Stay away. Or maybe we'll take the A's. I'm sorry. Stay away. So that's what that's what I'm bailing on. Fair enough. All right. Backing's our last one here. Um, yep. You guys mind if I start? Yeah, go, go for it. I'm, I'm quick here. I got one thing I'm backing. I am backing pitcher K-Props again. Uh, I am back on that train. Uh, Mitch Keller, Hunter Brown from the Astros, Strider from the Braves, uh, which is a guy that <clears throat> we won today. I couldn't believe they actually capped him at 9.5 Ks. And I literally looked at it because the one, I think FanDuel actually changed their cap. They went to eight and a half. And looking at it, you know, I'm thinking nine and a half Ks. If I'm a person, I'm I'm betting that. I'm taking the under. And if you're a person that's going to take the over of nine and a half and you win, good for you, man. Like, good for you because, like, that's impressive. If, if you're going to bet on nine and a half. So, I, yeah, Strider's another guy and McClanahan from the Rays. So, that's where I'm at. Okay. What about Hunter Brown? I said Hunter Brown. That was the second guy I said. Oh, okay. I said All Mitch right. Keller, Hunter Brown. Okay. Mitch Keller, Hunter All Brown, right. Strider, and McClanahan. Those are my guys All right, right. Now. I like it. I'm going <clears> to <throat> go ahead with my backing. And I am, I am backing the Red Hot Reds. Okay. Um, I already said I'm betting on their offense. Um, I'm, I'm just, 
I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they have a young, talented team. And right now, quite honestly, they're playing in a division that is completely wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you have faith in the 34 and 32 Pirates finishing out the year, um, the 34 and 34 Brewers finishing out the year and taking it, or the 34 and 35 Reds, I think, I think the Reds, I think they have the, uh, the momentum right now at this point in the season. Uh, Brewers are struggling offensively. Uh, in the Brewers' last 10, they're 3-7. and seven. The Pirates' last 10, they're 5-5. Five and five. The Cubs, who are in the same division, their last 10, they're 5-5. Five and five. The Cardinals, who we, a couple weeks ago, talked about how maybe taking them to win it was a steal. Mm-hmm. Nope. They're buried and last in that division. In their last 10 games, they're 2-8. and eight. The only team that's above 500 in their last 10 are the Reds. And guess what, guys? They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. So They're, they're a pretty I'm hot on, team right now. I'm on the Reds, and um, I'm, I'm just – listen, I'm not saying that they're going to do anything crazy and, like, make some deep playoff run. But they just – they don't have the starting pitching to do it. But, um, heck, I don't know if they have any sort of pitching to do it, but that's why I'm always all about – the Reds' offensive picks because they're going to score and more than likely the other team is going to score too. So it's just a matter of the Reds scoring more runs in the end, right? And that's the key to winning in all sports. Score. <laughs> I think that's what the turn is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I love... Great, great analysis, Trent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so but, I was... but seriously, guys, game and a half back at this point in the year, the Reds. So... Yeah. Don't sleep on. I mean, you're right. That division is completely wide open. Yeah. Um, getting to my backing, I was giggling to myself, Trent, when you were going on your spiel about the Rays and the say, teams that you don't like. Say jiggling, jiggling or giggling. I said giggling. Okay. Yeah. It sounded like jiggling. I was jiggling oh, to myself. Yeah. I'm like, what's that mean? Maybe my belly was jiggling as, <laughs> very, as I was giggling, but um, no. The, Keep moving. I, I was, I was, laugh, I was laughing to myself okay. when. Okay. Uh, anyway, go ahead. When you were discussing the Rays and and the teams that you don't like betting and going through them all, because one of them that you mentioned is actually one of the teams I'm backing, and that is the Philadelphia Phillies. Hmm. Um, I think they finally hit their stride. They look like the team they were last year. Wow. Um, their pitching staff is getting back to healthy. Ranger Suarez is pitching a gem right now against the Diamondbacks, who's a pretty hot team. Dude, they crushed yeah. the Diamondbacks last night. Yeah, so I mean, they're, Kyle Schwarber's back in the leadoff spot, looking not crushing bombs to start games. It's they they look like the team that made a run in the playoffs last year, and if they can consistently carry that into the rest of the season and into the playoffs, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be forced to be reckoned with. I really and do. You remember last year too, because they were a team that came on at the end. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like um, it wasn't like they were good the whole year. So yeah, and the only unfortunate thing for them is that. They're playing for a wild card spot, no matter how well they play yeah. for the rest of the season, because the Braves have, I think, they have that division locked up. But Strider's um, the man, yeah, that's, dude. He is the man. <laughs> you know, and that, that roster is, is just unbelievable. I know it was the Tigers, but they they went two and zero today against in a doubleheader. Yeah, it's yeah. it's wild, but yeah, tough. And that, that that pretty much wraps up baseball for us, right? All right. Heck well, yeah. I think we need to tee off. Oh my gosh, I can't wait either. You ready? I'll you tell you. Should I give you the reins here? 
yeah, I mean, I've, lead, lead I know a lot off. about it. I've been looking into it. Um, yeah, so U.S. Open, third major of the year. It's going to be at L.A. Country Club, their north course. Okay. Um, architect is George Thomas. Hmm. Other famous courses he is responsible for is the Bel Air Golf okay. Club and Riviera. All right, cool. Um, Bel Air doesn't host many PGA Tour events, but Riviera hosts quite a few. Cool. Um, you know, the, the standard typical U.S. Open conditions, they grow the rough out like a foot long. They <laughs> roll the greens. They make them pretty much glass. Right. Um, they lengthen the course and everything. Um, that's that's at every U.S. Open venue they have. But the one that really sets this one apart is uh, they have what are called varankas hmm. throughout this course, which are just uh, dormant riverbeds that are kind of vegetated and grown over. Huh. Um, they line the fairways. They cut across the greens. And if you have to play out of one of them, it's like a, a death trap. So really? that's huh. the real big defense of what this course called? is the varankas. Varankas. Huh. That's interesting. Yep. Um, the other defense that they have is their um, their right, two guys. edge bunkering. Guys, oh here we go. Yeah, if okay. we're together watching the U.S. Open, uh, can I? Oh, know a, drink, I a drinking game. Yes. Anytime we, if you hear the word Varenka, you must yes. either you must okay. finish the drink that you have in your hand. Okay. If they, if they speak of Varenka. Right. <laughs> okay, Trent. and I have, I have another I have another phrase that they'll say a lot that we can drink yes. to, and that's chewed edge bunkers. Ooh. Oh boy, okay. I'm, I'm right. excited. All right, yeah. hey, so hey, we'll we'll actually tweet those out: chewed edge bunkers and varankas. Trey, you're gonna have to send me spelling on varankas because I have no clue. All right, but we'll tweet those out, and if you guys want to play a drink game with us, drink anytime they say those oh, words. Yeah. Oh, we'll, yes. we'll, tweet we'll tweet it out every time, too. Every yeah, time yeah. Say. I mean, if it's a coffee, an you orange love, you guys juice, let me know, Gatorade, you I might be do doing yeah. things. <laughs> that's all right. Um, but, yeah, so those that, that's what kind of sets this course apart. Show me your rankings. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you said, about you the, said dirty, like, dirty Varankas? I said, show me your Varankas. Like, oh, of course. Man. This guy. Those are some stanky varankas. Wow. <laughs> dude, that's a step further. Uh, that's a step further. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, back to the golf course. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the real... That's the dirty uh, edge. The, the defense is the chewed edge bunkers and the varankas. Chewed edge, sorry. <laughs> the, one thing I wanted to, the one thing I wanted to highlight is how long their par threes are. So there's five of them. Listen to the yardage. 228. 284, hmm. 171, which is kind of reasonable, 290, and 133. Like, wow. those are par threes. They're expecting those players to hit their first shot on the green from right. 290 yards, 284, and 228. <clears throat> well, I think that goes back to, I think, Trent, you were asking Trey something about, like, the whole well, one there's, thing. There's a, there's a boost on DraftKings for any player – any player at all in the tournament, any day to hit hit a hole in one. I don't see. And I don't see that happening unless it's on number fifteen, the one hundred yard. Okay. Is that, these are going to be these are going to be some beasts. Well, and and also um, one other real quick side note too is, I think Trent, you had also questioned about like boost to like. The one that I did like that you sent out on FanDuel was was it Hovland, Hovland, right? Hovland, Rom, Mickelson to make the cut was boosted yeah. plus three fifty. 
I, I really like that. Yeah, that is a good one. So I, I that did would send definitely that. be something. Yeah. I, would, I would throw some money down. But yeah, I, that I was like that, that was yeah plus three fifty. I I didn't like the other one about Rory, which I don't I don't even think you can get anymore. But Rory and Brooks. Brooks. Under, under 70 on the first day. I don't like it because I actually think Rory has is too much in his own head right now with the whole yeah, live situation. Or, or is he try, is he going to like come out there and say nope. I'm the nope. I'm the guy nope. like I think he's going to try too hard. Okay. That's my opinion. I mean I I don't like Rory at all. I, I'm not that no, I, I, him, I think so. he's going to come out and he's going to try too hard. I, I did not like that boost. I did take the other one. Okay. Plus 350. Okay. So. Okay. Other thing that is a little unique is this course has extremely, extremely hard holes. Then they have holes that are very birdieable. <laughs> Tough yeah. and easy holes, boys. <laughs> hard holes and Varenkas, man. Hard holes and and easy holes? Like, <laughs> like better control their balls. Dude, what kind of show is this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Jeez. gosh. Uh, no, they're called, they're called half-par holes. All right. All right. Okay. So meaning like there's a lot of four and a half pars and a lot of three and a half pars, meaning par okay. fives that play, they can birdie them. That's right. why they're four right. and a half. And there's par fours that are ridiculously tough. That's why they're four and a half. Okay. All right. Okay. That, no, that's, that's, that's good help with the stuff. I mean, so Trey, when you, when you're looking at like a course like this, and I don't know if you have an answer to this because I'm kind of putting you on right. the spot, but like, what are you looking at the winner to be able to shoot? Oh, well, geez. Like, like, are uh, we talking? Because I know the, I know the last one we had talked about with the golf tournament. You're like, hey, right. like, winner's gonna be like minus six, minus seven. You know, so are we looking that, at like that, minus eleven? Or are we looking like minus five, minus six, minus right. seven? Again? So that's easier to answer, Tyler, when the courses are played more often on the PGA Tour. So mm-hmm. um, I think what was it, Oak, Oak Hill or Oakmont? The last one, yeah, 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 Oak Hill. I think it was, it was, it was Oak, Oak Hill. Hill. I think. Um, like that's been played on. There's been multiple majors of from the Senior Tour, PGA Tour, LPGA, okay. where it's been consistently the one of the harder courses. <clears throat> I think this is the first time in like sixty-seven years, okay. maybe I think nine, that it's there's a, a PGA event being played, or at least on televised event being played at the LA Country Club. So okay. I don't, I don't necessarily know the number. Um, I think a lot of that does factor into the weather too, okay. but. Um, yeah, I think more so is knowing which players are going to succeed, knowing what strategies, like wedge play, like, is it really important here? Yeah. Or can can long hitters thrive because there's not, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff is more giving as to what okay. people will shoot. But. Okay, cool. Do you guys want to get into our, our plays here for our board that we'll put out? Uh, we'll put oh, this yes. out pretty early tomorrow, if not even tonight. Well, um, so let's put it out tonight so people, if there's any late night listeners that can... Uh, yeah. Hear the insight. It'll be published here at midnight <laughs> tonight, so we won't tweet it out till tomorrow morning. But you can you can listen it's in. There. So, all right, let's start with top ten. Uh, our top ten is that that's our, yeah. We usually start backwards, right? Yeah, ten ten five winner, right? Uh, ten five uh, winner, surprise winner. Yep. And I know and Trey, we did change. We did change our long shot odds, right? Well. It didn't matter for me, but what? Did, what? I I know you had said five, and Trent had said four. What did, what did you guys end on? I said, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm good with four or even yeah, we'll, forty-five. Yeah, we'll, do plus. Four. we'll do four. Ne- neither four, one matters to me because 
Oh, man. Yeah, Tyler's. Yeah, I'm pulling a tray right I'm, now, dude. I'm anxious for his surprise. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. All right, so I am right. going. I'll start off here. My top ten, I'm going Dustin Johnson. Um, <clears throat> my, I have DraftKings odds, so I'm going Dustin Johnson's at plus 330 right now for a top ten finish. Mm-hmm. I'll give my top ten player next, and that is Cameron Young at plus four hundred. I, I like that play, Trey. Cam yep. Young's a I guy I looked at a lot. I did not make a play on, but I like him. Yeah, I think he's gonna. He's been playing well lately, and I think he's due for a a, a career defining victory here soon. Okay. Trent, and you. This is top what? Top, top 10. ten. Top ten. Top ten, I am going to go. Uh, I'm going with the with the hometown boy. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Homa. Max. I know, I know who it is. Maximilian. Yeah, yeah he's he's a Cali- California born and raised guy. Remember, remember Trey, I, I have all these that actually pre-populate every golfer in the top okay. 400 in the world. Yep. So I'm going. I'm going Max. I'm going Max Homa. Cool. Max Homa top 61 ten. Sixty-one at this course. Trent, oh, what, well. what's the odd, what are the odds on that one there? Uh, for him is top ten. Yeah. Plus three ten. Three ten. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's Trey, not bad. Trey, so we got a, we got a four hundred. Trey, you like that pick? I do like that pick. Four hundred three ten at three thirty. So. Pretty decent. I think he played there in college. He played the LA Country Club North Course in the SEC tournament, and that's when he shot a 61. Hey, it matters because look what Fitzpatrick did that year that he won his major. Oh, yeah, he was the only guy that played that course and then ended up winning that tournament. I've been really brushing up on my uh, Netflix full swing, I think it's called. As I was yeah, that's a great show. That's a great yeah, I've been letting that play in the mornings during my coffee and my breakfast. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, next we got top five. Um, not going to lie, my top five is not too exciting. But I feel like he's due for something here soon to at least be close to the top. I'm going with uh, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, plus yeah, one, plus one fifty. Not too great of odds, but I just I don't know. I feel like he's been the favorite like the last three tournaments, and hasn't won. Rightfully so. Rightfully so, though. So I feel like if he, if you know, I'm I'm gonna take him top five. I'm not taking him as my winner, but I'm going top five with Scotty Scheffler, plus one fifty. What were those odds? One fifty. Plus one fifty. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like I said, not too great, but it's tricky. Yeah. My top five is a guy that, you know, I pick a lot, never really comes through for me. And I feel like if I didn't pick him this time, he would uh, definitely probably be up there. And I'm going to go Colin Morikawa. I was just going to say Colin. Yeah, yeah plus <laughs> you 600. Do. You do. Actually, Tyler, I got, he's at plus 650 on, on FanDuel okay. for top Dude. five. Colin yeah. Morikawa. Okay, I was going DraftKings at 600. Trent, who you got okay. for top five? Ah, top five. I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the guys that I just love to cheer for, and I'm, I'm gonna go Jordan Spieth for my top five. What's his odds? Um, I'm on Fandle. Fandle has him at plus four ninety. Okay, that's pretty good odds for a top ten, or sorry, top, top five. five. Yeah, top five. 
All right. My six hundred odds for top five. That, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me what it was. Six hundred. Six hundred. All right. Plus, he said plus. I said plus six fifty actually okay. for his. Yeah, that's, that's a lot better than my odds. They're one fifty. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean that guy. That guy. You, how can you? You can't hate when you're when you when you're working with Scotty Scheffler. Holy cow! All right, my last one here is my winner. Uh, my winner is Hovland, Victor Hovland. Wow. And that is plus 1,800. A little redemption from the last major? Is that what you're going with? I, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, I just, There's something that just tells me. Yeah? Okay. So, so I'll tell you why I think Victor might struggle is his wedge game is not the best. Okay. And this is a course where that's going to come into factor a lot. That's fair. I mean, I actually took on DraftKings. You had an odds boost too. Plus um, three hundred surge. Yeah, so it actually took eighteen hundred to twenty one hundred. So oh, wow, jeez. So bucks so my... twenty two. You know, I mean, you can you can turn that into whatever. Right. Let's see. Uh, Don't do it, Trey. Don't I'm do gonna, it. I'm gonna do it. And I'm glad do I'm it, gonna do it. To so my winner is a guy that hot take here. Leaves for live after he wins this tournament. All right. It's a guy that's never been outspoken one way or another, who I think is the true face of professional golf. That is John Rahm. I like that pick. I got him at plus 900. Trous, what is it? I got him at plus 900, but plus 1200 with the odds. The odds. That was actually, I I was between him and Hovland. Yep. Those are my two that I was looking at. That's very close to so, Rom. So wait a second. What do you mean leave leaves for live? Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say leaves for live. He joins the live golf league. Can't they all? Can't they all? I was gonna say, can't they all do that now? If they get the contracts offered to him, yeah. Mm. And you, you wow. couldn't tell me that live won't offer John Rom a contract. Should. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. They, yeah, won't, they, won't, they won't offer it to Rory, and they won't have offer it to the guys I'm sure that didn't come. But John Rahm, I think, is a different story because he's never been outspoken about Liv in a negative way. He's yeah. never been a rah-rah guy for the PGA Tour. I think he's been a neutral dude that just plays great golf. And I think now that he knows that, hey, what's the harm in me going and taking a big contract if – it's, I mean, sure, I might get a little fine or slap on the wrist from the PGA when I go play their events, but dude, he's also a big McAfee guy, so I, I like John Rahm. Well, and he, he's best buddies with Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia. Yeah, there you go. That's a good but point, Trent. I like that. He better he better be careful of one thing: the Varenkas, <laughs> <laughs> the stinky Varenkas. Oh, oh boy, where is this heading? Uh, I might be. I got. I might be like our. Uh, that might be like my fantasy football team. I was gonna say that could be definitely be a fantasy football team. Yeah. Thank you, Varankas. <laughs> what was the other one? Cut, cut edge. What is it? No, chewed edge. Chewed edge. All right. Te- text me though, so I can tweet him out. All right, I will. Right. Trent, who's your winner? All right. Uh, let's. What are your odds? Let's go back to back, boys. Back to back. Brooksy. Wow. Okay. That At what bold. odds? Plus twelve hundred. You think you you think he goes back to back? Yep. Wow. It was very hard for me not to pick that, but I it was because of the back to back thing. 
I just I, you look at you look at championship golfers and when they win, they're they're like their mindset is so like, hey, I'm I'm the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have a, when people when people get hot, they go on runs. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I mean I look at like Scheffler and and honestly and once again, uh, been watching full swing. But even like in the episode with Brooks Kepka, he's like. When you talk, if, and this is when Scotty Scheffler was on an absolute tear, winning everything, right? Um, he says right now, if you ask Scotty Scheffler, what's he thinking about while he's on the course or even off the course? He's probably saying nothing. Nothing's on my mind. Just just going out and playing my game, playing golf. And I think that's a big thing with, with all sports is guys can either, you can get in your own head too much and that can really deter your success. So I'm going Brooksy. I want to see him on another uh, uh, blink to clap ratio, yeah. you know, video oh, out man. there. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think his body can take that. <laughs> oh, he can. He he interviewed on Barstool, so he can. He's good. He's good. <laughs> but all right, yes. Can we, I can I throw? Oh wait, we still have a. I want to. I, I have a little have a little thing at the end here to bring up to you guys, and I want to hear your take if you would place the wager or not. But all right. go ahead. Long shot. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, surprise winner here. All right. I know you guys were talking about odds and all that stuff. It actually didn't affect me at all. Um, I got plus 8,000. <laughs> Corey oh, Connors. You love Corey Connors. I don't, do. I don't Tyler, love Corey Connors. Tyler, can I throw this out there to you? Why do you hold on? He's Why do you plus... say I love Corey Connors? I haven't bet on him think... yet. Uh, you, you, said, well, you did. You were thinking for the Canadian guy, man. Yeah, no, there was, no, because I'll tell you this. Nah, his last, you, last couple tournaments. Tim Hortons. No. <laughs> I do like Tim Hortons coffee. But no. He, Corey Connors. He gave us respiratory problems. I'm just kidding. He didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going Corey Connors. Um, he's Plus 9,000, Ty. Plus 9. now. Okay. All right. Bandle. That's why give me a cash out then. But, yeah. I got plus 8. But, um. He's a guy I've actually wanted to bet even in my top 10 last couple tournaments. Haven't, but I feel like he's finished close. So I'm going Corey Connors, surprise winner. Okay. I am going with my long shot. So, um, yeah, we wanted, I wanted to change it to plus 5,000. I'd compromise Trent 4,000. So I went with a guy that has plus 4,500 odds. And that's oh. Tony Fleetwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, the reason being is that's my guy he, last time. The RBC heritage that he just lost in a brutal playoff too from a guy that drained a seventy foot putt. Um, Tommy Fleetwood is due for uh, he's too good of a golfer not to have a major championship when his yeah. career is all said and done. And I think his iron play is like mid range wedges and short game is is great for this course. Um, like I said, he's hot right now, so I think that's a that's a good little steal to get him to win it at plus forty five hundred. All right, cool. Trent. All right, plus forty five hundred odds. That's why I trade you, you made me sweat a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> give me Bryson DeChambeau. Oh gosh. Interesting. I just can't stand him. He's been a guy I had bet on in the past that's just like not done anything. I, th- I, I think I he's cleaned up. Him. I think he's cleaned up his reputation. He came on pretty strong to the well, golf world. I think so he I, had to. Yep. 
So I'm, I'm going Bryson. Okay. For your surprise winner, right? Yep. Okay. Bryson and Brooksy, huh? That's right. So here's my quick, quick little question for you guys. Interesting little prop bet to make on the U.S. Open on DraftKings. You know, we didn't, we didn't hit our bang bet for the NBA Finals. <laughs> we, we almost did. Twice. Almost did twice. Yeah, uh, that would have been nice. I, um, I, I'll tell you, what, I didn't bet that at all. No, it's fine. Then we would have just been. Totally excited, and you would have just been like, "Well, that's awesome." Well, I'll be honest. Um, the, first, the first time, I didn't even know what the hell you guys were talking about. So let me let me tell you. So DraftKings, <laughs> DraftKings, you go in the U.S. Open, you go all the way over at the top. You, you swipe all the way over to the right until you see uh, Live Golf, and there is for a Live player to win the U.S. Open any. Live player in the U.S. Open is plus three forty. Really? Yep. Right. So is there a, is there a no option? No, it's just a yes. Mm. Is there a no option? <laughs> well, those odds aren't going to be that good. But, but you got to figure. I mean, if you get if you go, though, that's nothing. What do you mean? Like you think it should be higher? Yeah. Really. You think about it. There's really only three, maybe four live guys that. You want me to read them real okay. quick? I, I'm gonna say Brooks, Cam Smith, Brooks, uh, Cam Smith, Dustin Brayson. Johnson, uh, Dustin Johnson, yeah, Patrick Reed, Nito Pereira, Joaquin Neiman, uh, Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, Thomas Peters, Sebastian Munoz, Abraham Answer, Carlos Ortiz, Martin Kamer, and David Puig. So, just one. I mean, I, just, I, I like those little little side specials that sometimes you can oh, yeah. you can, can take. Them. But <clears throat> yeah, plus plus three forty for any live player to win. Yeah, it's not a bad. That's not a bad bet at all. Yeah. Sprinkle, you know, golf. Golf is something that you got to sprinkle here and there. Yeah. Makes it a little bit makes it a little bit more enjoyable. On a, especially, I mean, it's already a, a wonderful thing on a Sunday afternoon, but oh, it's uh, a wonderful thing all weekend. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Also, might be a wonderful thing to watch by the pool. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. It might. It might also be. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> how, how far are we gonna take this? <laughs> There'd be nothing better than sitting at the pool, sipping on a beverage. And avoiding stanky Varankas. I mean, just Varankas, sorry. Now Trey's got me calling him stanky. Jeez. <laughs> and chewed up edges or whatever Trey called him. Jeez. Chewed edge bunkering. That's great. All right. I love it. Well, hey. Hey, one, of, I love one it. other thing real quick. I did want to mention, I forgot to mention earlier too, was um, last night Mark Stone's hat trick. Mm. And last time in a game clinching playoff game, Mark St- or sorry, Mark Stone's hat trick. Last time that actually happened uh, was nineteen twenty two. Wow! So something something interesting to think about. And last time a hat trick happened in the Stanley Cup final was um, Peter Forsberg in nineteen ninety six with the Avalanche. So oh. just something to be you know. I was just a wee little guy at that point, six years old. 
Any, anybody's out there playing bar trivia, so at least you know that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, hey, appreciate you guys. Um, hopefully everybody listens. Good old sure. Thursday morning here leading into your weekend, and have a great night. Thanks, Trent. Thanks, sure. Trey. See you, fellas. Enjoy the U.S. Open. All right. Darn right. Let's get it. Have some fun. Have a great day.